God damn it. I can't. Fuck, what are man. you doing over there? When, huh? when are they going to add a vault to this game? I'm serious. Dude, like, dude don't you know how to do a jump crouch? You uh, jump and then you crouch midair. That's what you got to do. So I hit control and then spacebar? No, no, no. Listen to me. You go on. You go on the internet. You open up a browser. You go to www.jumpcrouch.com. They'll fill you in. You get all the info you need on how to get on that box, all right? All right. Check all right, it out. www.jumpcrouch.com. All right. Let me, let me punch it in here real quick. Hold on. Okay, okay. Oh! Oh, I just made it over this wall! Oh, I did- There you go, God. see? And this fucking guy just killed me on the other- And fuck this game. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. case anybody was wondering uh we were not here last week we did not make a podcast last week because there were wildfires in the state of california which uh which threatened many of our family and friends property yeah significant um, wildfires significant wildfires the most i think it's actually the biggest fire season in the history of california yeah uh and so because of that uh kevin came down to la and then went to san diego as a refugee Mm -hmm. and uh, i've had my house full of dogs and parents and we we didn't have a chance to record a podcast and and oren has been what do you got going on man you going to the pita pit (laughs) yeah (laughs) sure yeah i've been going to the pita pit that's funny that you bring that up i i think i actually went there yesterday believe it or not which is so funny um, but yeah, everything's good. I mean, there's nothing really going on. Just kind of watching the word world burn all around me while I'm just kind of in this little oasis called Bozeman. And, uh, mm. yeah, it's cool. I mean, I was really upset to see that, uh, J- Chadwick Bozeman died this morning. Oh yeah. yeah. Black Panther. Oh, that was shocking. I was like, what is going on? How did that guy was young? Yeah. He was so young. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's weird because I saw him in the new Spike Lee movie, The Five Bloods, and in that movie, mm. he was very, he was he was playing a character who died, and part of his character is saying goodbye to his friends, and it's so eerie. Like, thinking about going back to watch that movie now must be something right. else, so... And he, apparently he knew because he's he's had cancer for like he had it for like four years, but he was really quiet about it. That's uh, that's I well. see. Okay. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in peace. Watch uh, Black Panther. Um, on, on the note of the fires, your house is okay. My parents and most yeah. of my friends' houses are okay, and they're going to be able to go back. The evacuation's yeah. over. Um, Definitely was a very difficult week. Tense two weeks, right? Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, if you were if you were told and you know you had to be out of the house in twenty four hours and bring only your essential things what would you grab obviously all my tvs right yeah. Uh, yeah yeah things that you could realistically fit in your compact sedan my, my pc my tvs i would be literally that'd be it no uh, <clears throat> i'm kidding of course my playstation just my playstation everything else can stay I yeah. can burn. <laughs> <laughs> so like i had to like it was going through my clothing and like what shirts would i let burn or what shirts wouldn't i let burn like you know i had to realistically face that scenario so that it was it was weird because if I felt like if I had lost everything that wasn't my computer, I'd be like, okay, I could probably recover from this as hard as that would be. Like everything but your computer. Everything but my, my computer has like my saves for stuff and just stuff that I couldn't get back. Like oh, everything oh, else. All those Nintendo emulator files. Yeah. Oh, the years. ROMs. I've I've yeah. been collecting Doom. I've got Doom wads and mods that I've gotten back from 2005. Mm. So there's things that. I couldn't easily, not that those are that valuable, but just right. there's a lot of stuff on that computer that I couldn't But get. those wouldn't fit in a Dropbox account. No. They, some of those are large PK3 files, man. Okay. 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 Uh, I, could see, I could see you be like in the most extreme scenario. Just You just run from your house. You're like totally naked and all you have is your computer. And you're like, I saved everything I need needed. I didn't need my clothes. I didn't need anything. I just have my beautiful computer yeah and basically that's basically what it was no monitor the, the thing that was interesting is outside was just pure ash and the sun Oof. was like this hazy look from the ash and uh, did you play dark souls 3 or and you did right 
so you walk the end outside of that game, one morning and it's like praise it the is. sun Lord of king it's it literally yes it was it, i i kept thinking like my god it looks like dark souls out here this is yeah so th- that was definitely an experience it's about to be over i'm gonna go back to back home tomorrow Mm-hmm. Um, I've been gone for a, a week or over a week now, mm-hmm. so I'm excited to return and have life. It's a weird thought to have to go normal life again. Like to have just a normal day, I can get up and not have to like plan out things. Right. So that'd you be know, cool. That is that yeah. is pretty yeah. cool. You can sleep in your own bed. I so in that regard, I haven't been playing a lot of games recently, which is probably the first and only time this will ever happen on this podcast. But, <laughs> yeah. So you two will have to you know All talk right. about your experiences a little more. I think today yeah no i mean it's i guess one other note it is your birthday it's, that's true it's also my birthday happy birthday kevin thank you happy birthday Appreciate kevin then, thank you We'd, what game are you gonna buy for yourself to celebrate uh maybe horizon zero dawn he's like, he's like whatever my friends don't buy for yeah, whatever, whatever doesn't <laughs> whatever get purchased for me, for me. <laughs> uh yeah but as, i mean the games that i want to play are horizon and cyberpunk but cyberpunk's not out obviously yet right yeah uh, uh, I'm still working on Death Stranding as well, which we can talk about another time. But you but finished. I beat the game, yeah. Yeah, you said the last Yeah, yeah, the last time. So I'm still playing it. Um, and uh, yeah, that's probably those two games are what comes to mind immediately. And we both got Control, so you can play that. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. that's He got yeah. me Control for my birthday, and I'm very excited to play that. Uh, did you play that, Orin? I, I did. I kind of played it under bad experiences, though. Um, I played it's it. It's a I, jacked I just, port, yeah. I played oh, it on my, console uh, version. on my console, and... I still liked the game though, so for what it's worth, for a game that was running at like 25 frames per second consistently, <laughs> and <laughs> the fact that I still liked the game a lot, that's what can I say? Yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's like uh, it's like the X Files, the game. It's cool. You'll Sweet. like it. I'm not gonna say too yeah. much about it because I don't want to spoil it. Okay, yeah. maybe once uh, I played it, we can and you've probably it. next podcast. Yeah, we'll, we can talk we'll about that. I'm definitely that. gonna boot that up when I get home. That's probably the first thing I'll play. Yeah, control. Yeah, so it looks good too. I, I was testing it this morning with the with the RTX and features. The funny thing about that is w- the reason we've been waiting so long is because Epic bought it to be exclusive for a year. That's true. Which we're gonna talk about that later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So well, I, in other news, I have completely finished The Last of Us Part Two. Whoa. Um, which, which I it was a pretty much like a marathon sesh, uh, to to the end. Which, uh, I, and in, um, I have some some changed feelings from how I f- how I felt last time, and some some and some just like you know, finalized thoughts because I actually beat it like two weeks ago now, so I've been able to sit on it for a while and think a lot about it. I know that you told me you had a couple questions I'd asked you last time, right? That you wanted to answer well, so now that you've played it. Let's talk about that because here's the thing, right? the game is violent in a way that's meant to sort of disturb and like the sort of sound effects and the animations and the things that people say when you shoot them is meant to sort of incite like maybe like a feeling of disgust in yourself. Marty, no. But after like five or six (laughs) hours, I was like, it's so satisfying when they scream and bleed out in front of me. I'm like, am I, is this, is this saying something about me or is this just how mm. video games are? Mm. Like I found the, like the brutality of it to be kind of rewarding mm. in a way. And I'm like, Hmm, what do I think about this? And it reminded me, and we'll talk more about this in our next game club podcast, our first game club podcast, doom. When I first played doom, when I was yeah, like 10 years old, definitely that game made me feel nauseous. Yeah. It was like watching a snuff film and now you play doom and it's like comical, right? It's, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't, you wouldn't equate it with being like a snuff film. But the first time I jibbed an, an imp and it turned into a pile of, you know, that guts, sound, it makes that crunch. I was, sound. I literally felt nauseous to my stomach. It was sort of like violence on a level that I had never seen before. And no video game really had been that violent. Yeah. And now it's kind of fun and it's silly, right? Yeah. So I don't know. <sighs> Uh, what do you think about that, Lauren? Or, Oren? Sorry. I, I'm a little sleepy. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Um, yeah, you know, it's kind of weird because um, I remember seeing that criticism a lot of... Because uh, a, a lot of people who did not like the game, they were like, it's either like too disturbing or it didn't achieve the effect of being disturbing, um, mm-hmm. even though it clearly says how to do that. But to me, what I appreciate the most about that game is more that uh, the violence, and we talked about this last week, I just think the violence feels more grounded than your typical game. Like, it has Mm -hmm. a weight to it, and after a while, it felt disturbing, but I was more appreciative of when I shoot a guy 
like they'll re- react to it naturally. And mm-hmm. when I when I play other games now, it's it, it, I kind of miss that weightiness. Like uh, right, I'm playing. I'm playing. I, I tried playing Gears of War five like right after mm-hmm. Last of Us Part two, and I like Gears. I like Gears. Gears Gears is great, but. I missed the weightiness. I was like, ah, this just doesn't feel right. Like this could this hmm. this could have more punch to it. This could have more even humanity to it. And that's what I like. Uh, that that's what I appreciate about the Last of Us Part Two. Just removing whether it's disturbing or not. Just the the visceral feel of it is. I just love that. I crave it kind well, of. You, I'm a you found it rewarding, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. Is like it, at first I was disturbed, especially like some of those like throat slit animations. I was like, oh my mm-hmm. god. And then after a while, I was like, yeah, you fucking choke on that blood. Is there something wrong with me, or is this just what video games do? So, Oren, you said the first time when you were playing it, you shot a guy, and you're expecting like a nice head pop or like a nice like <laughs> headshot, and you said you were kind of like initially grossed out. So, you, you know, I guess we all have played violent games before, and mm-hmm. we're all like a certain expectation from it, but this game, I guess for both of you, was, was beyond what you were used to, maybe, or... or I just think it seemed more realistic. Right, that, that's what I felt too. Was like realistic. Yeah, you were playing it earlier today. So yeah, you I saw. play a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, but I mean that was just a note. I thought, and, and honestly, I recommend the game. I think that it is when it's when it is a stealth shooter, it's a really, it's really, really good stealth shooter, yeah. and I think that the story is engaging throughout. I think that the last act falters a little bit, um, and and I have some things that I don't really want to say. I, like I feel like meta spoilers are sometimes worse than spoiler Spl- spoilers. Spoil- yeah, I agree. <laughs> so I don't want to get too into meta spoilers, but I have some. I'll just stop. I don't know. I won't say anymore. Basically, why don't we do a cast on it when I beat it? Okay. Well, you're, he's going to take it with him. Yeah, to, to tomorrow. To, to back tomorrow. So you'll have to play it. Yeah. And then we could t- we could talk about it and really dig into the meat. And it's like thirty yeah. hours, right? Twenty to thirty, 20 depending 30. On, on how in depth. I pl- I mean I play these games where like and. So here's the thing I really liked about that game was just the incredible world building. I almost liked the environmental storytelling more than the principal storytelling, although I really did enjoy yeah, the main plot. I could see like that just actually. Un- yeah, uncovering. I think it's probably some of the best environmental storytelling uh, I've seen in a while. Like, it's just very effective. It really gives you a good sense of place, the people who, who inhabited the spaces you're in, and it really gives you a good sense of the history of this of these places. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think... Uh- it's kind of interesting with that game because it's it's firing on all on all cylinders, just trying to achieve so many things at once. And I think when you have a game like that, it's naturally just going to have some story beats that don't quite work, or it's going to have pacing issues. I remember Red Dead Two was like that, um, but Definitely. like I also remember with Red Dead Two, once I had finished the game and I just kind of looked at everything from a high level. I had a very emotional and immersive experience that few games gave me, but I could right. look back and be like, oh, it's too over-animated. Oh, there's a lot of mm-hmm. ludonarrative dissonance with the violence, et cetera, et cetera. But overall, looking yeah. at it at a high level, it was very rewarding. And I have the same thing, <clears throat> excuse me, I had the same thing with The Last of Us Part Two. I kind of look back on it and maybe some of the environmental storytelling didn't land or some of the uh, plot beats with this character didn't land. But overall, I just thought as an experience, I was like, wow, like that was the triple A experience that I was looking for. So um, definitely. But yeah, to, to your point about the environmental storytelling, um, I, one that really stuck out, stood out and I don't want to spoil it too much is the one with the archer. I don't know if you remember that. That was, that was incredible. That, that was, was my so favorite good. one. Hands that was down. so good. Incredible. Yeah, and that whole I that, I love that whole segment, and just yeah, w- that was incredible. I know exactly what you're talking about. That yeah. was that was probably the most memorable, uh, debatably, like like single story. Yeah, all, all that stuff was really well done. Um, the the cutscenes were really well done. I think that the walking sims parts were were generally well done, with a few minor complaints. Um, I, I think yeah, if you want a game that is story heavy but also has really good, you know, walking sim kind of elements and stealth shooter elements. I would say it's the, I'd say the game's like 60% stealth shooter and then 30, 40% the rest of that. Um, yeah, check it out. I think it's, it, it is a very good, like, tentpole AAA type game with awesome graphics, awesome out-of-this-world production values, and yeah. Is yeah. it your favorite Sony game? Or in specifically, because you played a lot of them? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, 
I guess if I had to like rank them right now, just like thinking, just off the top of my yeah. head, I don't think anything could beat Bloodborne for me. Bloodborne yeah, is just like kind of this amazing game experience that I've really only had once. I mean, I've played so many Souls games, but that was my first one. And uh, it was just like uh, that was that was just the game when I first played mm-hmm. it. So I don't think anything will top Bloodborne, but I think The Last of Us Part Two sits right below that as my second favorite Sony PS4 exclusive. But there's there's so many other good ones. I mean, I also really loved, even though this won't be a exclusive anymore soon, but I loved uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake. I loved mm-hmm. Yakuza Zero when that was an exclusive. Like, there's so many mm-hmm. good ones, but I think the top two, Bloodborne and Last of Us Part Two, I'm feeling pretty confident about, for sure. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's just it is a it is a it's a high quality experience that that gives you, it gives you all those things that you think of, right? It, mm-hmm. it does feel like a like like an HBO show and and a Kojima game mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. all going on at once. Yeah. So uh, it, it, as long as you know that all of those like, you know, listeners, all these features are there. These are all parts of the pie. Right. If that sounds good, it's a good pie. It's so good you, slice pie. And you were saying that like, and I, and I was saying that too, that you were saying that you feel like the gameplay and I remember Oren also mentioned this last, last time. Like this is the first Night Dog game that has really good. Well, you played it. You were playing uh, it. I played what it. Do you, what do right. you think? Yeah. But, the, the gameplay uh, just is res- like really Solid. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I was noticing like the enemies were constantly flanking me, and they were doing smart things. And it was it, I, I think I said the first game didn't didn't grab me, mm-hmm. um, but this game I felt much more interested in it immediately. And like I, I you're playing like on high difficulty. I was playing right, on, he was on his playing game, new game plus, and it Survivor. was challenging. I died a lot, and I I was thinking like, man, I like dying a lot in a hard game. Like yeah. if it's fun. I like dying a lot. Isn't that weird? It's oh, like yeah. Dark Souls has Dark Souls has trained me to like <laughs> want to continuously replay a part and if it feels do it the best fair. possible. If it yeah. feels fair and fun, and in that game it was fair and fun. Definitely. Like I was liking it. So No, and it has a really awesome scalability for like the difficulty settings are have to be like some of the most uh scalable and just changeable that I've seen. I think mm-hmm. uh Dishonored too also, at least Death of the Outsider had a really good setting too where we could kind of go in and tweak different settings. But uh it's the same thing with this uh, and yeah so so actually fun. speaking of those access uh, accessibility settings i have been having a blast i've still been playing the last of us part two i probably average like five to seven hours a week playing it and the reason why mm. is mm. because i'll go into you can replay encounters in that game so i'll replay encounters but i'll change all the accessibility settings so that all of the NPCs and all of the enemies have the worst aim possible. And I just Hmm. put it on super easy and the game just, and you activate slow motion mode and the game just turns into Max Payne and it's so much fun. (laughs) That does sound awesome. So it it has cheats or other things like that too? Yeah, you could just, you you can uh, mess with it as much as you want. There's so many combat modifiers. There's even graphical modifiers. So if you want to play the game cell shaded, you can. Uh, it's just fun. It's like it's fun. It's like this weighty narrative experience, but you can also break the game with the accessibility options and just make a Max Payne game, and it's fun. <laughs> That's really cool. I like um, that it wasn't so self serious. And then in itself that it couldn't do that fun stuff, you know, like that's like you can replay the encounters and do all that. That's really cool. I really, I'm, I, yeah. I applaud yeah. them on that. That's it's, great. it's nice. It, even for a serious game, you can tell that there is a little bit of wink, wink from the side of Naughty Dog in terms of like, take it seriously, but don't take it too seriously, which is kind of yeah. amazing yeah. for a game as grim as The Last of Us Part Two. So it's interesting. Yeah. That's good. That's cool. I, I like that. So, yeah, I give it I give it an endorsement, but it's not a perfect game. <laughs> I guess that's all I'll say w- without getting okay. into yeah. But to, but but uh, before we move on, I, I some it's that whole thing too of uh, cuz I think like the first Last of Us in a way could be seen as a perfect game. I don't necessarily agree with that, but I think I prefer mm-hmm. the messy, ambitious, imperfect imperfect masterpiece so to speak of The Last of Us Part 2 in terms of like a perfect gem like the first one. I just love I just love how they're just throwing everything at the wall in that second game, even if it doesn't all totally work. Um, there's something about yeah. that that I love. So It's more ambitious, maybe? It's definitely yeah, more ambitious. I would not call the first game a perfect game. I think yeah. that the first game has a lot of things that I think are debatably just 
bad game design. It has a lot of weird difficulty spikes where you get right. these very linear moments where you have to do one thing. Or, or just areas where the game kind of betrays itself. Like you, you only have three pistol rounds and you've been hoarding them for six hours of gameplay and then all of a sudden you're hanging by a rope and you have 20,000 rounds out of your yeah, gun. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You can just shoot all day. Yeah. Like, uh, but the first game is, is a, like a perfectly paced game, maybe. Right. Maybe that could... Yeah, I don't know. Perfect game is maybe, you're right, is, is kind of a nebulous nonsense con- yeah, concept. Yeah, yeah. It's... Except for Bloodborne. Bloodborne's probably perfect. <laughs> Except for that that aliasing. That game has so the much jaggies. It's just like, oh my I just don't, god! Give me a better version. Whatever, give me a better whatever. version of that game. Uh, <laughs> or in after a year of PC gaming, you'll feel for the same way. Trust me, you'll become spoiled and it will ruin you. Maybe you won't. That, that's that's not a good endorsement. You won't enjoy the things that you love anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love I love playing my Sekiro Shadows Die Twice at twenty four frames per second consistently. Mm. Yeah. It's like so, a movie. cinematic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's I'm impressed that you managed. That's that's got to like amp up the difficulty. You play like an it, extra it hard. Has mode. to amp up the difficulty, yeah, right? All things considered, it runs fine on a base PS4. It probably runs mm. better than most from software games like Bloodborne. Yeah. yeah, there were a couple of times in Bloodborne where uh, it, it ran pretty well for the most part, but there were a couple of pivotal boss fights where. It would the frame rate would just tank, and it would actually mm. kill me. And I'm like, oh my god! So, yeah, yeah. Especially the, in co-op in Bloodborne. The oh, thing about yeah. that game is drops. It's the judder. It's the game has judder, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm a video professional, so I'm like just tuned into these kind of things, and it's just like it gives me a headache after a while. But I, I, I don't know. I think I'm gonna wait for PS5 to play that game because I know it'll get remastered. Hopefully, it'll get something. Yeah. It'll get a patch. It'll get it right. It has to get I don't something. Know. I oh, mean, it, it's heavily rumored, rumored right now that Demon Souls remake is a launch title. And that's so tempting. It's oh, so tempting oh. to buy that console. Now I'm like, Oh man, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to get one just for the, the PS5 because it's, it's basically a PS4 pro pro basically. Yeah. It's yeah, it's just the better pro. So you could, I can play all. I now I have a bunch of PS4 games. So <laughs> yeah. we'll see. So do I. I don't know. I got a ton of them. Uh, okay, what else have we been playing? You've been playing Vanquish. Yeah, I have. I lit. It's funny. I've been kind of going through my backlog, and I just I'm a huge Shinji Mikami fan. I love Me Resident too. Evil. I love Resident Evil Four. I even love The Evil Within, and I've never played Vanquish, so I'm finally fixing that. And I gotta mm. say that game's like pretty ahead of its time it's so mm-hmm. kinetic and well paced in a way that like when i played doom 2016 i was like oh wow they're bringing the the fast gameplay back but i feel like really vanquish is the game that did that i'm playing it and it just hmm. feels so fast and well paced in a way a lot of games in the at that time weren't really doing so good time yeah vanquish I don't really have too much more to say about it because I played it for about two hours, but it's fun. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Uh, well, I've been playing Hitman 2 again. I actually... Oh, yeah. I, I, I played it when it came out, but I just kind of played it the wrong ways. I just beat all the missions. And then I went and spent another 100 hours like getting every mastery in Paris. Like I've spent more most yeah. of my Hitman, Hitman time playing Paris and Sapienza. <laughs> It's levels you can play in like thousands of ways. Yeah, yeah Sapienza is so good. Oh my god. I yeah, <laughs> I, I love those two maps. But I bought Hitman 2 for my PS4 and I only have the base Hitman 2 levels so it's kind of forcing me to go back and replay those levels. And the thing I really enjoy about Hitman are the suit-only silent assassin missions where you don't get spotted. There's no trace that you committed a murder. Basically, you're like a, a ghost. You go in and out. Nobody sees you. Nobody knows you're there. Right. And you never change a suit, um, which, mm-hmm. depending on the level, is can be progressively more difficult. Yeah. Um, so I did it on Hawks Bay several times now uh, on the professional difficulty, which is the first map on Hitman 2, which is kind of like a boring little map. It's like it's like a Hitman 1, like not... not 2016 but like, oh, like the original like, like original hitman. it's a very small relative to what you expect out of hitman right maps. Mm. um and then i started moving into miami which i think is is a great level um yeah i don't know yeah but, my, miami's yeah. great i mean i mean i haven't uh, played it hitman 2 it's kind of funny like that game came out in 2018 and I, in 2018 i played god of war spider-man uh, Red Dead 2 and those were like the three big games and then I play Hitman 2 and I was like 
I'm having way more fun with this game than any of those games. So I, yeah. so I think that's like I think it's like the secret best game of 2018 in a lot of ways, and I just I just love mm-hmm. it. I, I mean, Miami has so Miami has so much going on. That's just one of those mm-hmm. levels where you can just spend hours just doing like the thing the thing there's so many different approaches you can take but there's so so many ways you can play that level that game just kind of like begs just like isolated terrorism because it's like you just see like all these people just enjoying the races enjoying life and you're just like this agent of chaos and you're like what can i do to disrupt this and yeah. I was watching a YouTuber, oh gosh, I can't remember the name of the YouTuber, but he was literally just like, uh, what he was doing is he was just kind of going up in the stands with a sniper rifle and he was just like shooting each of the NASCARs and they were all just like going out of control <laughs> until like oh, all really? of them were destroyed. Yeah, you can sh- you can pick off every single NASCAR. That's... I didn't know you could shoot the drivers. Oh, you can. Oh, that's, that's a thing crazy. you can do. And that's so you, just a way to cause a, chaos. Oh wow, that that is that's bonkers. I had no idea that you could even do that. That yeah, that game is just like it is like the video gamers game because mm-hmm. it's just like it's just like hey, here's just a bunch of shit like just go crazy. Yeah, with this. it's like a sandbox. Yeah, in a lot of ways, it makes you feel mm-hmm. genuinely evil too in ways that or like an evil mastermind in ways that I feel like a lot of Rockstar games aspire to, but. Mm-hmm. Hitman 2 just yeah. kind of takes it to the moon in terms of what oh, you can yeah. do. And it's that player agency. Yeah, it's 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 wild. So, yeah, I think I'm going to slowly replay through every map of uh, Hitman 2. The next one's Columbia, which I think... There's a few things, complaints I have about Hitman 2 is that it did some... Like there's a couple of uh, levels that have kind of gimmicks, right? Yeah. That like that make it like so it's not quite as open ended. Like there's some linearity there. Like you have to do X to get Y before you can kind of do it. So I'm not sure if I love Columbia. If I'm gonna dig as deep into it as I have been with Miami, but but maybe not. I don't know. There there is some interesting stuff. Is there any levels? Um, the first game has level where you it's in the U.S. somewhere. I forget where it is. I think it's like in Seattle or something like Washington. Oh, Colorado, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. And it's like a it's kind of more like a Metal Gear mission where you're like in hostile territory and right. they're and like if they see you like because Hitman's always about like hide in plain sight kind of right. stuff. Whereas this is much more of like a traditional stealth. That's how the first mission is in Hitman Two, which it, is almost like a like a very basic Metal Gear kind of thing. Okay, like they you see break you, into you, a house and the, you there's yeah. no costume that's going to get you out of it. I don't think. I see. Because um, it seemed like that game's strength wasn't that. It was much more about like the sandbox. Its strength isn't ways. its isn't playing it like a shooty game. Yeah, and I think they intentionally make the shooting not necessarily super rewarding, so that people don't right. play it that way. But I, it's I also like how you can always like like you can kind of mess with people in a way. Like you can you can just walk around and do things casually. Mm-hmm. Whereas Metal Gear, you can't do that because you're always right. in hostile territory. Enemies will see you; they immediately kill you. Whereas this game, you can you can you can be doing stuff. You know much more hijinksy things like yeah. pulling up chandeliers and knocking them on people. That, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's really a true sandbox sandbox experience. I just remember, I think for a while in Hitman two, I would just go around like the Miami level with my briefcase and I would just like throw the briefcase at everybody. Oh my God. Uh, that's <laughs> so, the homing briefcase. It's, it's so good. Yeah. It, it goes around spins. corners. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. And the thing too, is that the briefcase has like a mind of its own where it will track with whatever you, whoever you throw it to, towards. Yeah. So if, if a character is running, you'll throw the beat briefcase and the briefcase will just curve with the runner and hit him in the back of the head. And it doesn't make any sense, but I'm like, don't change mm. that for the next game, please. That's perfect. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think it was a bug initially, but people loved it so much. They kept it. <laughs> was it a bug? Yeah, it was a bug initially. It wasn't supposed to be that way. Oh, I, so they really? said that they said that, that it, yeah, but everyone posted all those videos of it, like flying around, hitting people in the head. Oh, I thought that was intentional. No, because the way it flies too, it like spins, it spins, right. but it slowly moves. Yeah. So it just looks ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but it's so perfect great. for that. For that yeah, it makes it so much better. It's like, I mean, when Agent 47's like skulking and he, around. And he throws it over the back of his head with two arms, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, his animations are so ghoulish that it's just, it's yeah. hilarious. Um, there's that like, game has like oh yeah go ahead sorry <laughs> it has like that slight like jankiness but makes it way better mm-hmm. like it makes it funnier and more yeah, it, 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 yeah I love it no it, it absolutely does uh, well, speaking of which 
Hitman One is free on the Epic Store, which I guess we'll we'll come back to that. If if you're into that, if if you want to have Hitman One for free and you haven't tried these games, it it is free. D- is there any confirmation of Hitman Three being in development, or has there been teased or? Uh, no. Hitman Three. Yeah. No is way. It's a joke. I don't know. I'm. A, That's yeah. what we're talking about later. Oh. Hitman Three comes out in January. Okay, I missed that news. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so why no? Hitman Three comes out. Yeah, we're talk- it, it's an Epic did, Store exclusive. Right. That's right. That's right. Sorry. Okay, it's been it's a long been a long week for it's me. Been been, long I'm on evac here. Okay, give me a. I mean, me I know like here. Cyberpunk's coming out and everything, but like the real hype, the real hype is Hitman Three. <laughs> Let's be real. Is is yeah. are the first two games going to be backwards compatible in the third game? I think so. That would be yes, yes. Yeah, all maps will carry over. Your oh, progress will awesome. carry over, and if you buy it on PS4 or Xbox 360, you get, the- you get it. So this brings me to something that is, I guess, will lead into our. We don't have an article this week, but we have a topic, so we'll get there in a second. But I have Hitman on my computer, and I have Hitman Two. I have Hitman Two on both my PS4 and my PC, mm-hmm. and I really wish that I could just put my IO account in and have my progress from both games so I could play it yeah. in either location. Every Switch fan and PC gamer fan also has the same experience. I was playing. Going from PC to Switch, we'd love to have our one save, right? Yeah. 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 Which you the actually Witcher can does it on for three. a lot of... Witcher no, 3 on so Switch. does uh, Lilarian game. Um, oh, yeah. It does. What's that called? Uh, Divine Divinity, Divinity Original, Original Sinity. Sin. Divine Divinity Original Sinity. Yeah, you can you can do the sort of like whisper sync save. Like, why can't I do that? Why can't? Because that would be amazing if I could just. Sometimes I want to play the game on my couch, and I don't want to have to move my laptop out there. And it's very convenient to just play it on my PS4. It's super annoying. So I found myself replaying levels the exact same way, so I can get the same thing. And I'm Mm. like, well, which is going to be my main one? Um, Yeah, I've had that. I've had that thought many times. It's kind of annoying. And I would like why couldn't Hollow Knight happen to me on Switch and. PC. Oh, which yeah. one should I play? And I got far on both, and I just stopped playing. It. When is this? That that's so that is super annoying. Yeah. Uh, that that I can't do that. Um, I don't really know what the solution is. There's no solution. The cloud solution saves is, is is that I it, cloud cross compatible saves. I mean, it's, they could totally do it. Yeah, it's There's technologically no reason capable. that it, it like I can still play my saved files from you know Half Life Two from, from like, 2005. Like 2005. Yeah. So yeah. why like on on a completely different type of hardware? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. an annoyance. Um, but speaking of Hitman Three, Hitman Three will be Epic Store exclusive. Uh, so it's not really like a console exclusive. Like obviously you could still play it on. It's actually gonna it's gonna be on everything. It's gonna be on Stadia. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be on Xbox One. It's gonna be on Xbox. Series X is that what that's called? Series X, yeah. That yeah. is the worst name. Yeah, it's bad branding. Uh, I don't PS4, like <laughs> PS5, and if you buy it on the old consoles, you automatically get the upgraded version, right? As a as a download on the new console, so that's really cool. Um, maximum but, hype for Hitman. So 3. the thing is, is maximum hype. Definitely, it looks but, cool. It's got it's got Mumbai, so you get to go to the Burj uh, oh, Khalifa. That is cool. And uh, it's got like a level that looks like Knives Out, basically. Oh, uh, yeah. Like I'm you, so excited for that. Did you see that? <laughs> it's like you, you play, you pre- you're pretending to be a detective solving a murder in a, in a British estate full of a bunch of like like uh, uppity British hmm. socialites. Wow. I don't know. <clears throat> huh. Yeah, I, I, don't, I haven't seen the trailer for it. Sorry. Oh, yeah. We could, we, you oh. guys are so hyped. I feel like I'm like not on the wagon. My apologies. Yeah. I we, do like Hitman, though. Yeah. Uh, so it, that seems cool. So I don't know. Let's. What do but, you guys think about exclusives? There are there are console exclusives, and then there are store exclusives. Um, yeah, I very generally strongly against exclusives. Always. Yeah. I, I understand. Like, if there wasn't historically exclusive, some of the games that we like historically like on certain consoles wouldn't exist, probably. But like now that we're in the year we're in, and architectures between consoles and PCs are so similar, I think everything should be everywhere. Like. I would like to build a play. Like I, I think you know, I, people all have their reasons for playing on the platform they play on. That's totally fine, and it would be cool if that person could not miss out on something just because someone's like it's just anti-consumer, really. Exclusives. Yeah, I, like Ep- I feel the same way. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, it'd be cool if you could play. Like, uh, why can't you do Xbox Game Pass streaming on the PS4 or you know PS Now on Xbox? Like, you should be able to do both streaming to both. Like, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to do it, right. other than just exclusive problems like they both could easily handle it all know? right well let's throw a wrinkle in this right um like breath of the wild maybe maybe we don't get a breath of the wild if if because nintendo only wants to make it for their hardware right or or even that's more, what i was saying right? more like 
interesting uh, is um, Bayonetta 2 and Bayonetta 3, mm-hmm. right? Those are games. Their first Bayonetta was multi-platform, but the reason that it's an exclusive is because Nintendo was like, you know what? We liked this thing. Yeah. We want to have it here, and it would just not have existed otherwise. It's hard to say if Sega still would have done anything <laughs> with it, but yeah. I, I mean, in terms of consoles, I, it makes more sense to me than it does with storefronts like Epic mm-hmm. and Steam. Because yeah. it would be like if Google suddenly started selling things on iOS, and like, and then they Google was paying money to stop you from buying things from the App Store. Like that's like what App, App <laughs> Epic's doing with Steam. You know, it's like Wait, what are they doing? If, if Google like had a presence on the on the on the App Store, right? Let's say they right. Google was on. I think the Google iPhone. does have a presence. No, on they the don't. App store. Let's, let's say you could, or they do. Yeah, but let's say that Google had their own store yeah. on, on iOS, the store. Yeah. and they were stopping you from buying apps from like you know the App Store. You had to get from stop- Google Play. Oh. Right, I know, that analogy was confusing. But that analogy confused. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I don't know what you did that not make sense? Uh, I, I mean, yeah. Basically, it, it Ep- kinda... Epic's buying games, stopping them from being on Steam. Right, that's an easier thing. That's a real world. So thing. yeah, I, guess I, I, get people... I get it. I get it. I think I think Aaron's yeah. just sleep deprived. He's just tired. But yeah. that's fine. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, like I, Epic's argument is that they're doing it like to 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 you know take the power away from these you know draconian the companies Epic who, ex- exclusives. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't, I think that Epic's, um, like their intentions aren't pure, obviously. They're they're like, they're not pure. Like the idea behind it, I get like, yeah, that's, that could be potentially good, but you're doing it to your, you're making, you're making it so they can only buy it on your platform. Like you're financially benefiting from this. So like your holders and now his position is not really valid, but they're also trying to do that with Fortnite, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know enough about the Fortnite thing. We can talk about that in a sec. I guess my feeling is with something like Hitman three, I'm annoyed. I'd rather own it on steam. Yeah. Um, it's just like my, my analogy with, with Google play was that like, if you were, if you had an iPhone, you've been buying apps on the Apple store for years. Yeah. You don't want to suddenly switch to a new ecosystem. Right. Right. And the same thing with steam, like my, my games are there, my achievements, whatever, all my platform, you know, I don't want to start over with some, I mean, I guess the difference is that like, it's, it's like, you could still use your iPhone if, if you, could you still st- could use right. your iPhone. like if, if, if Google was selling it, something that you would work on an iPhone, but yeah. you can only buy it from Google and they were paying money to stop you from buying it somewhere else is really right. what, what bothers me is they're using their Fortnite funds to, yeah, to, well, but so I mean in the, in the, uh, for Hitman three, the thing that I find somewhat nice is that I know IO's had a lot of financial troubles and IO is getting a big payout up front from Epic. That's good. So it's kind of funding their next game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess like what I would add to this conversation though about exclusives, I'll I'll just play the devil's advocate for the sake of being devil's advocate. Um, though I do I do agree with with this assessment that exclusives, the world would probably be a better place if they didn't exist. Uh, there is something about having being a Sony fanboy <laughs> and playing like uh, The Last of Us Part Two on a Sony console. It it's it. it, it Playing The Last of Us Part Two on the PC sounds great, but there's something about just playing it on a con- on the console that it's meant for. Mm. I guess that would be the devil's advocate argument. It's kind of like playing the PlayStation One and playing Crash Bandicoot on it. It's like I can't imagine playing that on the N64, and it does kind of give fans of that of those consoles kind of an identity, a collective identity that is sometimes toxic, admittedly. Yeah. But yeah. But for the people who aren't toxic, sometimes there is something cool about having a PlayStation and playing Ghost of Tsushima or playing God of War. It feels like you're getting the whole Sony experience when you're doing that. Um, Again, this is a devil's advocate argument. It's not something I necessarily agree with, but that I could see that side. So, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I definitely get that perspective. I was yeah. I was a Nintendo sixty four fanboy, mm-hmm. and uh, that's probably the only one. But I feel I, like I was, I was definitely that. I was definitely at one point an Xbox fan. Yeah, and then it's funny though because my for me like I was such an Xbox fan during the three sixty seventh gen era, and then by the end of that console era, I was so fed up with Microsoft. I hated them so much. Yeah, I yeah. felt so burned by them. So, but like, can you really, can you really play Halo on a PlayStation? Like, let's be real. Can you really play Halo on a PlayStation? To me, that just isn't Halo but anymore. Can... I mean, if it, if it can render graphics and have a controller, it could play it. You know, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a lot of brand, but I guess I don't bet strongly on brands or, or like right. companies in that regard, like identities. It's, it's real nice to play on a PC. Let me tell you that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, and, you can definitely play Halo on a PC. Yeah. You can play 
I it's played really The Last good. of Us 2 on a PC. I could play Crash Bandicoot on a PC. I'd play them all on a lovely. PC. And, um, and it's not even just like PC Master Race ID. It's just, just like the best place for me to play it is there. I prefer, you know, yeah, performance. It's where the most, most comfortable chair in the house is. Yeah. <laughs> <That's nice>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I mean, ultimately, like the thing, I, the way I feel about the Epic Store is like, it's it is it is like a such a Trojan horse because they give out all these free games mm-hmm. and it's funny because they gave out uh, Total War Troy. Yeah, it's ironic. <laughs> like it's definitely for free ironic. day yeah. one, free <laughs> yeah. brand new game. Yeah, they they're like 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 it couldn't be any less or any more subtle or uh, less subtle. But um, like at the same time, I have been gobbling up all these Epic Store games. I have like literally sixty free games in my so Epic Store account. Tell me this, you guys. Do do you? And this is this is maybe it's just me. I feel like I have this thing where like I can't even find games on my Steam list anymore. Like, what was the game I just bought two weeks ago? I was gonna play. Uh, like, I don't even remember. Like, I have so many games I'm trying to play, so I almost don't even want. And it sounds weird. I don't even games. want free games because I'm like I'm gonna forget about them and like I'll well, be like, oh, that's they're all so, in my Epic Store account. That's so funny that you say that because I got Xbox Game Pass like two yeah. weeks oh, ago, shit. and I canceled my subscription the next day because I was too overwhelmed by the amount of choice. I'm like, ah, this is just too much. Like. It's like, I'd rather massive. just buy the game and be like, I'm going to play this game because I was too overwhelmed, which to me is kind of like the flip side of all these streaming services, right? Like when you have Netflix, you have all of this content, right? But at mm-hmm. the same time, you have so much choice and you spend so much time being like, what am I going to watch? I don't know. Yeah. I don't it's know a, what I'm it's a problem. Watch, you know? It's, it, there's the game of Netflix, which is spending hours looking at different titles. Yeah. Saying, Do I want to watch this movie or that movie? Yeah. Yeah. No, too much choice is bad. I it's, think it's yeah, definitely not. Analysis a, paralysis. Definitely um, not a good thing. Yeah. So, wait, you were playing Gears 5, right? What are you playing that on? On an Xbox? Oh, I was playing. Oh, I forgot <laughs> to yeah, tell you guys. Um, <laughs> so, so, I ended up buying this like custom laptop. It's, it's, kind of, okay. it's kind of a temporary solution before I buy like a real desktop. But it's nice. It can run Gears 5. And Dude, you should play Gears 5 with us. We play multiplayer play, all yeah, the we time. Play, we play we multiplayer love the time. multiplayer. Ooh, maybe maybe I should try playing a little bit of it. I'm the not going to lie. Is, I'm like so uninspired to play it, though. But mm. <laughs> maybe gotta, I'll join I think you, you guys. I think it's a game you got to dig into a, a little bit. Because a lot of people seem to have that experience. They kind of bounce off initially. I think if yeah. you spend a little time, you'll you'll like it. Yeah. Because uh, I really like the way that game plays. And the, uh, the shotgun... The way that the people just pop this like comical jib. The multiplayer is very fun. Is very uh, satisfying. <laughs> we, we were playing ranked for a while, which was yeah, which was, it was good. It was fun. Well, yeah, yeah. That's the, congrats, Oren. Yeah, yeah. It's how how is your how long have you had this for? Uh, I just got it a couple weeks ago. It's just uh, it, it's nice. It's like a good indie game laptop. Um, so I was thinking about getting like the witness on it or like yeah. inside. Some of those classic you should get movies. an epic account. Yeah, I should. And get the gobble up those free games. Yeah, play uh, Tro- uh, the um, Troy game. No, you so missed that. I actually have a funny <laughs> experience that relates to all of what we're talking about here. Yeah. Um, when I first arrived here at your place in mm-hmm. LA, uh, his air conditioning was broken, and it oh was my extremely. God. That's another reason we didn't podcast because. Yeah, it was so hot. It was like probably ninety in the high nineties in in the house. Yeah, and there's no AC. Um, and I was playing Death Stranding on my laptop, and it was making my laptop overheat. Yeah. Came, my processor was getting up to ninety five oh, degrees Celsius. You were playing it during the day. In the day, you're a crazy it, person. I, wow. I know. That's like operating so a space I, so heater. It's, it's like it's like it's like running the heater in a room that's ninety five degrees. So I stopped doing that. And uh, I was like, well, I still want to play video games. What can I play that will cause no heat? And I was like, wait a minute, the Game Pass streaming. I could stream games to my phone, plug my phone into the TV, mm-hmm. and play, you know. So what I did was I, I didn't want, because of the latency of streaming is still very high, I played Crackdown 3 because it has like an aim lock. You just like hold the left stick. And yeah. It locks on enemies. So you don't have right. to like do any manual aiming. And that was really fun. I played that almost like for like six hours. And I was like, this is a good use for uh, for game streaming. It's like, if you don't want to generate a bunch of heat, let, let, let all the heat, you know, for rendering be off in the Microsoft data center. You just, it's just, my phone doesn't do any rendering. It's that's just, smart. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. It actually was kind of a cool little experience. Wow. It was fun. Crackdown 3, though, is a game. That game looks like such like an unassuming game where you can just kind of put on a podcast and just play yeah. Crackdown 3. So It's fun. It's fun because uh, kind of like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you have all these targets that just like are in the world and you just go up to go find them and like kill them. Yeah. But they like live in the world somewhere. So like, I don't know, I like that. Hmm. Like it's like an open world game. You have to, you have to just take these people out, but they're, I think they're all were that way as far as I remember. Yeah. But I always like that about jumping. 
Um, yeah, I like jumping and stuff. Blowing shit. I really like the platforming of those games, actually. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, that's it seems underrated. It seems like an underrated I think it gem is. that got a bad rep. So. Yeah, I kind of felt like it was. It's a better game than I think people... I, I, no one really played it, as far as I know. Hmm. They never talk about three, but I, I liked it still. I yeah, I didn't even. I, I was vaguely aware that it came out. I remember that it for the longest time it was vaporware. Yeah, and then I do remember that it came out, and then I didn't hear it. Thing. That really impressive building destruction technology, which oh, which never which was came. powered by the cloud. It was like insane, but they they failed yeah. its implementation. So yeah, I, I feel bummer. like I, I feel like that's a classic case of a couple things. One is it was just not well advertised, so that people no. get this game and they're expecting this one thing but they really get another thing and the other thing too is i do kind of think and this is coming from somebody who who loves the playstation i do think there is kind of a subtle anti-microsoft bias sometimes where the critics and users are craving the next like giant microsoft game and when that Mm -hmm. game isn't it they'll tend to hate on it a lot so crackdown 3 is one of those games where i think if it was it was just a regular release with not a lot of hype um it probably would have been more well received so Mm. yeah i think i think it was i think that and uh gear i really microsoft this whole generation i think they they just dropped the ball so bad on that initial like launch for the console like connect and the no game sharing and everything that and just no one seems to want anything to do with them still like they've still (laughs) Yeah, and I, I understand. I mean, that was like the worst console launch I think I've ever seen or heard, even heard about. The Xbox, the Xbox One, One, yeah, yeah. Except for I don't know the 2006 uh, PS3 E3. PS3. That was that was pretty iconic. <laughs> the Six hundred dollar console. Yeah, Ridge Racer. <laughs> Ridge Racer. Yeah, it's Ridge Racer. <laughs> yeah. Back when they had cause. I liked cause. Five ninety nine. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. PS3. The thing though is that the PS3 was able to reclaim momentum as the generation went on with its exclusives like Uncharted 2, mm-hmm. The Last of Us, mm-hmm. Infamous, Killzone 2. But the uh, I feel like the Xbox One never reclaimed that momentum. I think it just no. kind of was dead in the water. Uh, which is too They bad. never really had a killer app for it. Yeah, I think it's kind of big in the United States, but I, my yeah. understanding is that like the PlayStation is also big in the United States, the and it's way, huge everywhere yeah, else. Whereas huge. the Microsoft uh, Xbox One is only big here. But yeah, they, there's no games. Like, what would you want? I mean, I have Gears Five. I can play. So this is that, everything. On this PC is that now. thing that's funny. It's like <laughs> we're talking about like there's no games, no exclusives on the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, that's the problem. <laughs> we're like uh, bought into the the ideology there. The, the, the consumerism. Yeah. 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 Brand identity. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. I define myself by the corporations that I support <laughs> financially. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That that makes me an individual, right? And I support mm-hmm. yeah. Sony. I have freedom of choice, right? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I am free to be a, a mark for a corporation. Um, <laughs> but but really though, I mean, Microsoft even like. He was talking about Game Pass, which I also canceled for the same reason. I was just mm-hmm. like, I have too many fucking games, mm-hmm. and and I just ended up buying because the only game I was playing on that was Gears was Five, Gears, and I ended yeah. up buying it on Steam just so I could have it permanently. Um, I don't know what I would want to get uh, an Xbox for. I for, mean, I do have a game. I know why I, I would but, want it, but mine's like a very specific reason. What? Uh, it's just because you can play original Xbox games oh, um, and 360 compat- games in HDR and 4K. And HDR for all those games? All of them. They that have actually, they have some implementation it. of HDR that's oh. like apparently really it looks really good. Mm. And I mean you can play the original brute force in <laughs> HDR. Wow, what a throwback. <laughs> I know, right? Just like I yeah. the, for, in terms of backwards compatibility, I think it will be the console that can play the most games ever. I'm pretty sure because um, that's like what three generations Except for of this games one right here and the PC's not a console uh, <laughs> but <laughs> the PC of course PC yes. trumps everything now that play. is pretty awesome that's a pretty cool and thing the adding HDR I would actually love to replay Ninja Gaiden Black yeah Ninja Gaiden Black because I do have Ninja Gaiden on the PS3 but it's a little bit it's not it's fine It's I can play the game and but. A lot, some of the games run in 4K and 60fps and some yeah. games might even run at 120 and it's probably the best FPS. way to play uh, the original Red Dead if, yeah. if one wants to do that yeah yeah, I mean, Maybe I would play two. Ninja Gaiden 2. I'm more of a Ninja Gaiden 2 person, but I don't know if that's available anywhere else. Um, yeah. It was on the PS3, wasn't it? It was on the PS3, but it was like a very different version of the game. Yeah. Um, Ninja Gaiden that 2 game is, is rad. So it's good. rad. It's 
brutal. Did you play Ninja Gaiden, the original? Uh, I played all of them except three. And I also played the yeah. two Neo games, which are basically Ninja Gaiden games. So Yeah, they're close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Neo two man, that's uh, that's a great one. I'm really happy. I was also I was almost going to ignore that game completely this year, but I decided to play it, and I'm glad I did. So yeah. nice. Maybe I'll pick that up. I though it's coming to PC, right? There's no confirmation yet. It will, I think. I think Sony probably paid for a year. I've heard that Sony yeah. paid for. Uh, this is a rumor, but I think it's probably true. They paid millions and millions for next-gen games to be Sony exclusive for uh, like a year. Or okay, more. that shit I really don't like. Yeah, like, the console, anti-com- yeah, that's anti-competitive. Exclusive that's just a timed exclusive is just shit. It, like if if you're gonna be like storefront, like I can still yeah. get the game at least. Um, yeah, uh, that shit just annoys me. Yeah, yeah, I understand that for sure. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. I I think we have to wrap up. It is your birthday. Uh, yeah. and, and, uh, we, it's, we're running a little late today, but we'll be back in a week with, I believe the doom podcast and we'll be back the week after that with the regular podcast. So, and what are we going to talk about the Doom podcast? What's it going to uh, be about? I oh, mean, doom obviously, but no, no, we're going to talk about the game flashback that came out in 1986. It's talk about classic doom, doom one and two. So, okay. We are going to be covering the original 1993 right. doom game. Okay. The shareware, the episodes, which Orin, you've been playing? Yeah, I've been playing. It's it's good. It's very uh, it's 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 a it's it's amazing how 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 good it is considering the limitations they were working with. Uh, I'll just yeah. say that. So yeah, uh, and then and then we'll also we'll give you know cursory discussion to Doom Doom Two, Doom Three, Doom Twenty Sixteen, Doom Sixty Four. The go. Uh, Doom twenty sixteen's the goat, in my opinion. The, oh, the, okay. the greatest yeah. of all yeah. time. <laughs> there, there's that. I think there's an argument there. We should definitely. I'm excited for this conversation because yeah, I just played so much. Like I don't even need to do homework. And so, and we'll, we'll talk Let's a little talk about bit about it. Eternal, but we will keep spoilers of those games. So if you want to play along with the game club, as I've said, Doom the 1993 Doom, you can get this on any console. You can get it on yep. PC. You could probably get it on your fucking phone, your tablet. Don't play it on your phone. I think play it with a. Honestly, if you can play it, I was playing it on PS3 and it was good. It ran well, but like I found the, it was harder to it's 35 FPS. project. Of, no, it's it's 60. On PS3? Sorry, PS4. PS4. Okay. Uh, I, the projectile dodging was didn't feel quite <laughs> as fluid as what I'm used to. So I don't know. Maybe if you can play with a keyboard, it's better. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. It's, it's not too bad. Doom 64 on controller is really good. Oh, oh, I've heard it's that. It's very, it's and it's very much the classic Doom experience. It's very, it's the yeah. gameplay is totally, totally Doom two and Doom. Doom so, Doom, so yeah, play Doom, and then the the next month we will have Half Life, 1998's Half Life. Okay. Uh, play play the source version of that maybe, uh, and then the play OG. Yeah, okay, play OG, and then after that we're going to be doing Halo. Oh, CE. So just CE. Just see. <laughs> That's the only yeah. one that matters, really. So. I agree. I, I'm on the same. I'm, I mean, Halo 3 is fine. I think you can play that on every single Microsoft console. And yeah, you can. Play you can. It on PC. It's true. So it's, it's very, all these games are widely available. Yeah. And cheap. Uh, yeah. Cool. All right. Madden, we love you, man. We, we appreciate you. And we, we, Madden gave us, left us a great note. He really appreciated the conversation we had the previous episode about. Uh, what the hell was that conversation about? Morality in games, <laughs> black and white morality. Yeah, it, it was a sociological versus psychological storytelling, right? That was it. Right, right. Yeah, that was, that was, that awesome. was part so, of it, yeah. Thank you for the comment, Madden, uh, and thank you for the music. And everybody else, we love you. Stay uh, stay together. Santa Cruz, San Mateo counties, uh, stay safe from the fires. And we'll be back here.